This is College Dame Day, a podcast for college football fans, hosted by three sisters who recap last week's games, talk about upcoming matchups, and find some time to trash talk the teams they don't like. Let's join Megan, Amy, and Laura as they break the huddle and kick off this week's episode. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of College Dame Day. This is episode five. We are once again starting this podcast in a celebratory mode. So we did get our W versus LA Tech. We're 500. We're on track for that bowl game, guys. We're we're bowl game eligible. All right. I think we're also like fourth in the Big Ten West. So, you know, climbing our way up there. So what were your takeaways from the game? We've got a good defense. Um, I thought Harburg did a pretty good job. I think he still makes some questionable throws. I think he could have easily had a few interceptions that thankfully, because of the talent level of the team we were playing, were not interceptions. So that's great. Um, but then he has some really great throws too. He's obviously more of a running quarterback, which is, you know, Nebraska style football. So, so I feel like he fits in really well with that. Um, I guess I'm wondering, based on the last two games and the fact that they're still saying Jeff Sims is injured, do you think we see him start against Michigan next week? Or do you think they put Harburg back out there? Yeah, that's a toss-up, I feel like. like, Because you know you're going to lose, right? I mean, you don't want to admit it. So it's like, do you take the chance that if you really do think Sims is the best, do you put him back into a game where it's going to be a bloodbath or do you let Harburg try to like refine his skills, let Jeff Sims rest another week? I don't, I don't know what the right answer is. Jeff Sims, <laughs> the play he did come in on because Harburg yeah. lost his helmet. He like <laughs> totally ran the play wrong. Now he ended up getting positive yards. I don't know how, or like maybe right back to the line of scrimmage, but he like went to hand the ball off completely to the wrong side. <laughs> like there was nobody there to take it. I was like, Ooh, yeah, yeah. And they end up running it and getting hit. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I don't know about that, but. I don't know either. I kind of go back and forth because I think, like you said, Jeff Sims can make something out of nothing, which we really do need a lot of times. But I feel like Harburg really runs the offense a little bit better. But he's, you know, just he's not like, I don't know, some of the throws he makes make me really nervous. Um, although, you know, <laughs> with Sims, uh, equally nervous. So. I don't know either. I kind of. I, I read just an article that happened. said it might that Sims' injury. It's he's like not like guaranteed. They're like it might the coaches might not have to make a decision at all with his injury. Okay. You know what I mean, like they like, like be the only option. Yeah. With how his injury is, so it's not like for sure or even looking likely. I guess that he's going to be 100% by. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like, why not? Because, although he did come in for a play, so it's like he's not, like, completely handicapped. Yes. So he can come yes. in and do stuff. But it's like, why not start your guy that's taken better care of the ball and gotten two wins, you know? And then okay. if he's struggling, give Sims the chance back. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that was a, a good takeaway. We did not have any turnovers no interceptions no fumbles so mm-hmm. that was that was a highlight here i'll pop a little trivia question in here i did send this to you but i'll still ask it okay now that we're through a handful of games 
who are the only two teams to have not given away turnover? Okay, well, I did just see this because Laura was obviously doing her podcast prep during my lunchtime today. <laughs> you were like sending all of these reels, Instagram reels to me. Um, oh, it's not to, Do you know, do you want to guess me or do you want me to? Um, I'll give, give you a hint. Points. Both yeah. had blowout victories this week. <laughs> Oregon? Yes. Yes. And uh, Penn State? Yes, very nice. Thank you. The blowout victory was a very good clue. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. So, yeah, but it was exciting. We could join them for one game. No turnovers for for Nebraska. So that was definitely a positive. Um, Also, our fourth down efficiency, we went for it two times on fourth down and got it both times. So that was encouraging. Our third down uh, efficiency needs a little help, though, because clearly we had to go for it on fourth <laughs> yeah. down. We were three for 11. So yeah. some work there. We had six penalties, 55 yards. I think that's our average, right? Aren't we averaging right around 55 yards a penalty a game? So we're right in line. Maybe we can get that down a little bit against Michigan. I like the fake kick. That was fun. Yeah, oh, that yeah, was. that was fun. Yeah. I had forgotten all about, um, what was his name, Bleak Road? Timmy? Timmy, little Timmy. Yeah, I had forgotten all about him, honestly. <laughs> I just assumed that he had, oh, like, there he is. and then I was like, oh, he's still there. So that was kind of fun. Scrambling he's, away. He has to be about my size. Like, I'm not kidding. He is very little. Yes, he's oh. about, uh, what's the, what's the K-State running back that's in the NFL now? Oh, uh, Juice Juice Vaughn, yes. Yeah. Juice Vaughn size. We also saw a Chubba Purdy come in, <laughs> and by saw, I mean I read about it because we did not pull the broadcast back up after the rain delay. Oh. Okay, well, at least, like, you made that decision. I did pull it back up and got to see, like, two plays, and then they went to Indiana Akron, so. I got a notification on my phone because I went to Walmart because I didn't know how long it was going to be, and I needed to get some groceries, and I'm in Walmart, and it's like, score alert, they scored, and I'm like, what? The game's not <laughs> You, like, leave your groceries and drive back yeah. home. I'm like, what the heck? And then, um, yeah, and then I saw we put, and I, like, I don't know. I, I feel like that was a little bit premature because there was still several minutes and it was a two-possession game. So I'm like, if we have to punt, which we did, and then they got the ball back, they could have literally scored, kicked an onside kick, but thankfully, once we punted to them, then th- they were marching a little bit, but then we picked the ball off on like a tip ball. So thankfully, we didn't have to worry about the worst case scenario. That's just my mind always goes there because it, yeah. it, that's often what happens. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> <So>, uh, <laughs> we've been proven right several times. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. We've lived here. If they score and then they go for an onside kick, it's going to be down to the wire. I don't want that. And But thankfully, thankfully. Um, we'll see. Look at all the heartache I avoided just by not turning it back around. I'm like, oh, we've got this. <laughs> okay. Okay. He is a little bit bigger than you, Megan. Okay. He, he's is... 255. No. <laughs> he's he's barely bigger than you. 5'8". So oh, he's about he dad not size. not tall. About dad size. And he is 190 pounds. <laughs> just so. Okay, so close on the weight, but the height. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> okay. He looks shorter than that, I'm just going to say. Well, Kate, do you guys know how tall Harburg is? 
Um, bigger. I would say like six, six three. Five. Six, well, I don't actually know, but I saw him oh. next to T Magic, who I always okay. thought was kind of like taller, and he uh-huh. like dwarfed him. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I he's, he's like six head four. Can you six five? There you go. Oh, okay. Okay. Because they said that he is a bigger quarterback because he can have a better like vision of the field. So I knew he was a little taller. Mm-hmm. At least that's what Matt Millen told me when we joined the broadcast. Okay. Well, thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Okay. Well, that was a nice, for me, relaxing win, which was exciting. Um, we did, obviously, get the W2814. We'll talk about our upcoming game next week, but a lot of other really good games um, across all conferences. Which one caught your eye the most that you watched this weekend? Well, obviously the Oregon-Colorado game, I was like <laughs> really putting a beat down and I got it. And I was at the end, I was like, dang it, like I don't want them to score at all. I was like, a shutout here would be just, like, so. But then the fact that they did score, but then got their extra point blocked was, like, icing on the cake. So I'm like, actually, I'm kind of glad they did. And then they was like, they had, like, a little bit of, it, like, success. And then it was just, like, the rug was yanked out from under them again. Um, I liked that all the Oregon players were, like, showing their watches. Um, I'm just, like, I just really like it when justice is served. Um, so that was a good game. Also, the... Um, if anything makes us feel better about our own offense, it's that Iowa game. <laughs> they, like, okay, I've got some trivia for you guys. Does anyone want to guess how many, did I tell you this? I can't remember if I texted this to you, but do, does anyone want to guess how many first downs they got the whole game? <laughs> I I also sent the, these stats around, so I do know. So, Megan, why don't you guess? I actually did not see this one. Probably in the barrage of ones that I got, I didn't see this one. But um, I will say one. Um, no, they got four. They got four okay. downs all game long. Um, their total yards was 76. <laughs> okay. So and they had four turnovers and oh 366 punt yards. So, but that, okay, I'm sorry for sending you research, Megan. But no, I just thought it was funny because I was eating my lunch and then it suddenly was like ding, 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 ding. And I was like, well, Laura's hard at work here. I am hard at work. They said, Iowa has to average 25 points per game for offensive coordinator Brian Ferenz to keep his job. Seriously, it's in his contract. So they're like, well, looks like he's got some work to do in these coming games. (laughs) They're like, we really need to play Rutgers and the Western ASAP. Yeah. Uh, Huskies, like they, it was, um, I think Saturday night they tweeted out because it was like for Brian Ferentz to keep his job, um, it requires a team to average at least 25 points a game, what Laura had said. And then they put a picture of the score and it was like 31 nothing and they were like so close. (laughs) (laughs) Just a wee bit off. (laughs) But they're like, um, their third down efficiency, they were one for nine. The funniest stat to me is that Penn State was four for four on fourth downs. <laughs> so it's like, everyone's like, oh, but they're defense, but... Um, but actually... They put up like 400 yards of offense on them. So And I know Penn State is good. I do. Yeah. But still, yeah. they put 400 yards of offense on them. So it's like nothing really went well for Iowa in that game. Yeah. Can we also talk about the fact that clearly someone wants Brian Friends gone without like having to actually fire him? Because I'm sorry, when has Iowa ever averaged 25 points? I know. <laughs> well, and that's... That's the thing. It's like, that's the stupidest thing to put in a contract, in my opinion, because especially in the Big Ten, like you could be undefeated without scoring 25 points a game. 
Yeah, so clearly yeah. they like, wanted him gone. That's not a standard of success, but in my opinion. <laughs> like, it says it requires the team to average. If the defense is scoring right. those points, does that count? I would like to know if this clause is in there. That because is a good question. Year, there were several games that the defense scored more than the offense did, so yeah. that's also yeah. a clause I'd like some clarification on. Yes. yes. Get our lawyers on that right now. We need to know. We'll look into that one. Um, Florida State Clemson. I was watching this game as well. Yes. And Clemson blew it. They blew it. Oh, they did. <laughs> like, like, they, they, like, this what? is a case where like Florida State did not win. Clemson, Clemson lost. lost. They handed yes. them that game. That kick at the end of the game was terrible. And I get that they just got this kicker. I get it. But oh man. That okay, well, that's, that's not all because, yeah, it's the overtime play calling that was so bad. I mean, Clemson had it was fourth and like six inches and they did that play, that horrible lateral pass play that I absolutely hate. It's like you had to just fall forward. I mean, I don't, I don't understand any pass play at all on a yard or le- like any like exactly. six inches a yard. Like if you can't move the line one yard like you need to go quit playing football i'm sorry like i i hate pass plays because you could have the most open play or like the best most creative play call ever and it's just like if that person like the chances of dropping it it just you Mm -hmm. there's so many things that have to go right yes (laughs) Yes. and and so many things that could go wrong that it's just like the statistics are not there for throwing on that yeah yeah i could not believe that and even the announcers were like what why would you make this play call? Yes. And I mean, I do understand that it's not what anyone is expecting, <laughs> but that's a reason for that. There's a reason why that no yeah. one is expecting well, that. Shipley had anyway. been running the game all, like running the ball all game fine. So yeah, yeah. I'm like, what, what are you doing? I did not like that call either, especially because I'm like, you're trying to go outside against a team that's got lateral speed. Like what? And I understand it worked earlier, but again, context people, context. This is your last chance. Yes, like context here. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. that was interesting. Um, obviously, we have to talk about the Ohio State Notre Dame game. That yeah. was insane. Both mm-hmm. both Ryan Day and the game are insane. <laughs> yes, both crazy. Uh, what should we talk about first, Ryan Day or the game? Ryan Day is the <laughs> is the supreme example of that's why you run it right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, all you have true. to do is get it. And I know they were throwing before to like have a shot and like stop the clock or whatever if they if they dropped it um but they had several chances so um I like I knew what was going to happen like when everything happened like I knew exactly and um because I was like would I rather be Notre Dame or Ohio State right here like have the lead and I have it all come down one and I was like no like Ohio State's gonna win this like I know they are um yeah Yeah. so here's the question who were you cheering for guys I was cheering for Ohio State just because Big Ten, and I hate Notre Dame. Like, yeah. yeah. I know. I had yeah. that moment, too, where I was like, who am I going to, like, default cheer for? Because I didn't really have a preconceived notion. But I was like, I really despise how Notre Dame refuses to join a conference for football mm-hmm. and, like, tries mm-hmm. to go rogue. And so when it came down to it, I was cheering for Ohio State. Plus, again, I, I can't like, justify my answer really, but mm-hmm. it just, that's just how my yeah. heart went. Yeah, Big Ten, that's what it comes down to. But yeah. Sam Hartman, I feel, yeah. is like a little bit of a traitor. Like what he did to Wake Forest, like after they like basically saved his life and stuff. I just, um, 
I, yeah, I just don't. I don't want to see him do well. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, definitely probably the best I player. Don't, I don't, don't, game, so. don't wish him ill will. I just don't <laughs> want to see him succeed. So, okay. okay. It's different. I will say I was impressed with, is it McCord, Ohio State's quarterback? Mm-hmm. Like, that is a lot of poise. He made a really yeah. good throw. He overall, I was, I was, I was impressed with him. Um, mm-hmm. I thought he did a really good job of saying like just mentally tough. So yeah. that was, that was impressive. But um, also research that I sent you, which I did, I in the moment did not notice it, but um, that Notre Dame only had 10 men on the field for the last two snaps. Yeah. Both plays. Yeah. I'm like, There's... how does that happen? Yeah, well, like, especially for two. Yeah. <laughs> it's like maybe the first one, you're like, oopsie, and then, like, you recognize we're missing someone out here. Um, here's what I think about Ryan Day and Marcus Freeman, okay? Ryan Day is crazy, but he's a better coach. <laughs> because Marcus Freeman, not only does he not notice, he has 10 men on the field for two plays. He, when Notre Dame had the ball before they gave it back to Ohio State for that last, like, minute and a half drive, they had the chance to run the clock out and at least force Ohio state to call some of those timeouts. And they didn't do either one of those things. And so you give Ohio state a minute and a half and, and a timeout, you know what I mean? What do you think they're going to do? They're going to march down the field and score on you. So I just think he was outcoached. But that doesn't mean I don't think Ryan Day is maybe unstable. (laughs) Oh, I, like, I feel like he's on several, like, drugs, at least. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> like, just judging by his pallor and skin tone. Uh, okay. This is, like, a not a well, like, broadcast or a super, like, exciting game. But I did flip over after the Notre Dame OSU game to oh, US- Minnesota Northwestern. Oh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Minnesota was up. Mm-hmm. the whole time and I wasn't really watching it but I would see the score updates or whatever and then all of a sudden I'm like oh my gosh yeah they're only up by seven what the heck so I was like well I'm already up I'll flip over and I watched that game and that game <laughs> it was like so depressing for so many different reasons like it was train wreck after train wreck but I couldn't look away it looked like they were playing first of all at like a high school stadium I think there was about 20 people in attendance mm-hmm. and I'm like this is so okay. sad <laughs> Yeah. And then Northwestern got the win. And I'm like, this has to be just the ultimate yeah. downer for Minnesota. Because I'm like, how do you, what, what happened here? Well, and it's a downer because you're watching the game and you're like, we lost to that team. Like, how yes. did that yes. even happen? I, I didn't know. think Northwestern was going to get a win all year with the upheaval that they were in. But just goes to show you anything can happen. At the right. end of the game, all 20 fans rushed the field. It was, it was madness. <laughs> 19 of them were band band students. (laughs) Yeah. But I was, yeah, I was, I was cheering for Northwestern that game for sure. But yes, I still stand by my statement. I'm like, I always thought Minnesota would have been a win. I said Colorado was going to be harder than Minnesota. And I'm like that. It does frustrate me to see that we lost to Minnesota. I'm like, they are so beatable. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah, I thought that was an interesting game. I flipped over to and watched another one. I did not watch, but it was really close and it was ranked was LSU Arkansas. Yeah, I was very sad, as you can imagine, because I really, going into the game, I thought Arkansas didn't have a chance. 
then I saw the score like in the second half and I thought, oh my gosh, maybe they're going to do it. And then they didn't. So it was kind of a real roller coaster of emotions for me. It's hard for me to watch. Um, Brian, what's his name? Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I just I was like, is there a reason why? Or is it yeah, just hard to watch? It? When just he first hard. got the job and he like busted out that fake accent. <laughs> I just like, I have no respect for him. I don't like him the way, like I hate Notre Dame, but the way he just like up and left them in the middle of the yeah. season before they played. Like, I just like, I think he's just yeah. dirty and like a scumbag. And um, that just makes so- me want to watch more though. Cause I just want to like, see some drama you know well, yeah, like I, I, I loved watching when Florida State played them and then like they started blowing them out that was right. like really satisfying um but yeah close yeah I don't know yeah. his Seems face gets all good. red yeah all right well on that that note <laughs> what game are you most looking forward to next week the Michigan upset that's going to happen Ah, yes. Good answer. Good answer. I have a game I'm looking forward to in every single conference. Okay. Or do you want me to go through them? Yes. Okay. Let's, let's we'll, we'll rank them. You give you give okay. all of yours, Megan, and then we'll rank them. Amy and I will rank them. Okay. The pack well, of is the Colorado game. No, I don't really care about that. Um, so my <laughs> Pac-12 one is the first one up. It's a Friday night game, and it is Utah-Oregon State. Both ranked teams. Amy's Pac-12 champion going up against my Pac-12 champion. So we'll see who prevails I'm there. Chanting that, like I don't <laughs> know why, because I I've never thought DJ was a good quarterback, even when he was at Clemson. Yeah. And, yeah. but I was like, maybe he'll just like fit into this offense better or something. I don't know. I just like I don't know why I picked them. Mainly yeah. like the other dark horses have been picked, but I he he's looking terrible, like absolutely terrible. Yeah. I'm actually. I know I picked Utah. I'm kind of regretting not picking Oregon, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. I'm still going to. Or Washington. Yeah, or Washington. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, so I think that's a really good game. And I love good Friday night games because you're not splitting your time between another game. You just got that one to focus on. Um, Big 12, Kansas. My dark horse for the Big 12 is playing Texas. So... I will be heavily. I have this one game. on my list as well. Okay. Do so you agree with me? Keep going though. Okay. So the ACC game is going to be pretty obvious. It's going to be the Duke Notre Dame game. I feel like Duke is still riding that high from beating Clemson at the beginning of the season. Notre Dame's a little bit down because they just got beat up by Ohio State. I think some interesting things could happen there. Um, okay. Big 10, obviously, Nebraska, Michigan. It's going to be the biggest upset of the weekend. So everyone will be talking about it. Um, And then let's see, SEC. Oh, yeah, SEC. Florida is playing Kentucky. Oh, are you going to the game? Or is it in Florida? I am. No, it's here. Uh, Jared's going. So I will not be going to the game, but I have a little bit of trivia for you guys. There are only three teams in the SEC that are undefeated. Do you know who they are? Kentucky. Kentucky is one. Georgia. 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 Just one. Um, well, let's see here. Because Tennessee got beat. Is Florida? No, Florida lost to Utah the first game. Okay. Um, 
Arkansas just lost. Yeah, LSU. Alabama has lost. Alabama, Florida's out. Tennessee. I'll give you a clue. They're in the East. So there are no West teams in the SEC that haven't lost. You know, I don't know the SEC. I don't know. Okay. Well, okay. It's pretty obscure. They're a recent like, addition. It can't be Vandy. I think it's Vandy. Not Vandy. No, they've like lost every game. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm going through like all of them. I'm also trying not to blur the lines between ACC and SEC. That's tough. What do you okay. mean they're new? Well, they're one of the newer schools to oh, the SEC. Oh, Mi- Missouri. Yes, Missouri. Oh, yeah. Isn't that weird? Like that those are the three undefeated yeah. teams. So. It took me a second. How could I forget their miraculous win? Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. That was good trivia. Okay. Good. So were those all the, uh, were those all the. Yes. Those are all the conferences. Is that the okay. team we're seeing play Kentucky play against Missouri? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, I mean, like no. if they continue on this trajectory, that could be a really good game. Good yeah. thing we already got tickets. <laughs> I know. <laughs> all right. Well, from your list, I think I, I'm going to take Nebraska, Michigan out because obviously that's going to be the best. Okay. But from the remaining conferences, I am excited to see Texas, Kansas is probably number one for me. Okay. Probably two is Florida, Kentucky, because I do think Kentucky can maybe Hang. show up big. We'll see. Then Duke, Notre Dame, and then probably Oregon State and Utah, because literally I care the least about the Pac-12. And obviously every other school does as well because they left them, so... <laughs> that would be my rankings, Amy. Um, yeah, it's hard to care about the Pac-12 and the ACC for me just because, like, they hold no relevance. But with all of the, like, Heisman talk coming out of the Pac-12, like, all of the top players are in the Pac-12, yeah. basically. Yeah. Except for, well, yeah, no, they're all in the top. They're yeah, on the Colorado top. is also Pac-12. Yeah, so it's like... There is just a little bit of relevance, so I would put them over the ACC just because of that, um, and the fact that they have like a lot more nationally ranked teams right now, which is like super weird. Yeah, and then, it is really weird. And the, and then they're like dissolving too. Basically, it's just it's just a weird weird year. Um, but yeah, I, I Big Twelve is always just way more interesting. So I probably have them similarly ranked, except for I'd flip-flop the ACC and the Pac-12. I thought Laura put the Pac-12 at the very bottom, but... Right, I'm... I'm oh, you're saying you'd be more... Switched. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, put the ACC at the bottom. Okay. okay. Well, it should be a good weekend. I don't know how many I'm going to be able to watch live, at least. I'll have to get some recaps, because we are party busing down to the Michigan game. <laughs> Uh, could be a very sad day for us, but you know what? Could also be very exciting if we pull off that uh, upset. Never know. So, you never know. You never know. That's right. Maybe we'll come in where there's no expectations, all the pressure's on them. We're playing at Nebraska. Maybe the tides are turning. We'll see. Yeah. We'll Did see. You the last time that no one gave us a chance against Michigan, we should have won. And if Adrian right. had fumbled, then yeah. yeah. So I'm just saying. Maybe yep. maybe we'll show up against them. It's like uh, we can do it. So no one really got close to the score prediction last week. Um, so I, I'm not going to crown a winner, but let's try to do score predictions for this upcoming game and see if one of us can can get close. Amy, I'll have you start. 
Spooky. Um, I'm going to say 2721. That's a good one. All right, I'll go next. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to rotate like who goes first. Yeah, no, goes. that's fine. That's fine. Um, I'm going to say 24, 21. Okay, you guys are killing me. You've literally both taken my score ideas. <laughs> for Nebraska. Good thing I, I asked us first. I know. I was like, after Amy said, I was going to say 28 for Nebraska, and then Amy said 27. So I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll quickly amend it to 24. Then you say 24. So now I'm going to have to adjust again. I will say, uh, give us I'm one in the thirty. I don't feel. Come on, I don't want to. I don't. I want to. I just don't feel like I can. Okay. Hear me out. You've yeah. been closest this year, okay. so if you do this, you are willing it into. So give us go. a chance okay. here. Okay. Here one we go. For the All right, this is okay. for Nebraska. The state of Nebraska, the team, everyone out there. 31. Woo. 24. Okay. I'll okay. take. Now that we strong armed you into that uh, score <laughs> prediction. <laughs> yes. All righty. Well, yes. Be looking for me in the stands, everyone. Uh, I'll be there live to cheer on Nebraska, Michigan. But, you know, fingers crossed next time we talk, we'll still be in celebration mode. Everyone have a good week and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to College Dame Day. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, hit us up. We are at College Dame Day on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join us again next week for more college football content.